0: Look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More than money with the Popowitch Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal. Um, you know, Faisal, often we sit with uh, parents and we talk a little bit about gifting in their lifetime.
1: Yeah, and I, and and the I think there's a sense of guilt or responsibility amongst parents that are gifting money to their children mm-hmm. because of the circumstance that they're in. Circumstance that they're
0: in. And a lo- we hear a lot of conversation about, you know, housing as an example has become Difficult. so
1: expensive, well, right? And, and take it one step further. We just had a good conversation about about um, the economy globally and the risks mm-hmm. that are out there. Yeah. There is a group of people, and let's say under the age of 50, mm-hmm. Um, let's even go under the age of 40 if you want to get more specific and say the 18 to 40 years of age group have found it more challenging because of the Great Recession, because of the recovery, hasn't always hit them directly. Mm -hmm. Coming out of university, you don't get the the best jobs right away. Um, Those types of things have have had problems. And so parents are feeling bad, guilty, want a sense of trying to help out. Uh, And so what we're seeing is a trend, and it happens in our practice with our clients, they want to take some money out, and they want to uh, provide it for their children on a down payment. A down payment. That's right. Now there was an article in the Globe and Mail that talked about how how parents are can financially suffocate a child uh, because of this gift of money or for the down payment or for a home or what have you, and and I'll I'll walk you through my thoughts behind this because this is this is an implication of the economy. When the economy is great, people are making lots of money. The down payment issue is not not there, right? Even, mm-hmm. though, even though housing prices are higher, and yes, Toronto and Vancouver are known for their, you know, I believe overpriced homes, yeah. uh, and it's very difficult for an average person to get into a home there. But it happens here in Calgary, happens in Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, and and we find that parents are, who are are looking to ha- encourage and help their children get into a home. They're getting into a home based upon one mathematical formula. First of all, the idea is to, let's get you in a home because owning a home is a good thing. Right. Okay? That's, That's the advice that parents give to their children. Number two, let's look at what the what your rent would be versus a mortgage payment. Now some are saying, "Get the heck out of my house." I just want you to right. go live somewhere. Yeah. But, but when we look at rent versus mortgage payment, this is this is preliminary. This is how they first look at it, and they go, "Look, your rent is let's call it two thousand dollars. What if we got you a mortgage at two thousand dollars? Great, I'll give you the down payment. You can you can get on your on your own two feet and away you go." Mm-hmm. I think we miss out on a couple of issues, and this is where the financial suffocation comes into play. When you are a homeowner, the cost to you are more than just the mortgage payment. Yeah, it's more than just the rent, that's right. Right, it's more than just rent and utilities. Yep. It's more than just rent, Yep. sorry, it's more than just mortgage, uh, utilities and property tax because right. there is maintenance, right. there is upkeep, There is there's ongoing stuff that you'll have to pay out of pocket. And what I find is that some parents end up with encouragement to own a home, end up suffocating these individuals to have them become house rich, cash poor, right? That they're every dollar of income or very little left over at the end of the month to pay for them, their own lifestyle for savings for the future or whatever it may be paying down debt. They're putting it towards their home and they don't have a choice because when you're a homeowner, you don't, you don't do the things that you do to keep the home. You're going to have even higher expenses. And so it's a maintenance issue. And that's a concern of mine that individuals are not forecasting what the overall is. And a lot of people are impatient. They want to get in right away because sure. that's what the lifestyle is. Sure, and and we all, you know, we
0: all grew up believing that owning your own home is ultimately financial freedom. Right now, there's another issue, right? I mean, for the last little while, house prices only go higher, and it can go and they go higher
1: in some cases in some of these markets at a staggering rate. Is that always the case? Which also sends the urgency to get in now, right? Because if it's growing at 10, 20% like it has in Toronto, Vancouver, right. or during the boom here in Alberta. Sure, absolutely. People were just jumping and throwing money in. Right. I remember I left. I left. I sold my home um, to go to, to move to, to BC when I was managing a team out there. This is back in 2004. What I sold for, when I came back two years later, the house doubled in price. Yep. And nothing changed except for the economy got better for a short period of time, of course, um, but the price doubled. And my concern was, How many people get forced into buying because of that, right? The momentum, right? Get in now because it's going to get more expensive and it's a concern of mine. I think we, we don't do our children a favor sometimes when we try to get them in on a, on a situation and, and then you kind of it's called like a hamstring right you get a yeah. hamstring and you get pulled and you can't do much
0: yeah so i mean listen it's it's terrific parents want to help out uh, the intentions are good but you have to think through it in terms of what you're saddling can
1: the can the kids do it yeah right well, can Most financial it? advisors or planners right. will say how is it going to impact the the person giving the money right What they don't take a look into account is how is it going to impact the person receiving the money? Receiving it. That's right. And so when that happens, and if you do a proper family plan or strategy around this, does everybody benefit and does it help everybody net, net dollars? This is only a financial conversation we're having. It is what it is, right? Then you go from there and you can make that decision. And I'm a math guy, so I just work on the numbers and I make my decision accordingly. If it doesn't work for the math... Then you're making a decision beyond the financial piece. Then you have to understand that the bank of dad and mom might be open again when. Things get even more tough.
0: Or it might need to be opened, yeah, right? yeah. Right. So both all parties have to consider that. We're not saying don't give to your children. We're not
1: saying don't help them get a property. But get the proper advice. Do the due diligence That's on your right. own situation and also on your children's situation. Knowing the economic backdrop, knowing where they are financially, that requires a lot of conversation between both parties mm-hmm. and away they go. Because parents will say, yeah, my kid makes good income. I'm going to help them with a the down payment and they can make their payments. That doesn't mean they're fiscally responsible. Yep. That just means they can make a mortgage payment. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we have to be careful about that.
0: So let's, let's broaden that a little bit because, uh, lots of conversation, uh, taking place around, we call this the legacy bucket, right? Yeah. And so, you know, when you're gifting, uh, whether it's in your lifetime or upon passing, um, that's, that's part of your legacy, right? That could be in terms of a home now. Um, so let's back it up. Let's go back to mom and dad. Okay. Yep. Uh, Gifting is something that people uh, need to think through very, very clearly. So we've given you one example here. But um, I'm going to tell you, uh, this um, this has to be thought out very clearly, not just with respect to the home. I've seen situations where parents want to gift and help the kids because they've got a mortgage already and they want to help the kids pay down mortgage. But that money didn't get spent on the mortgage. It got spent on something else. And mom and dad are going.
1: Hey, hey, hey! Wait a second. That, that wasn't the. Purpose that wasn't of what yet.
0: I thought you were going to do, right? So I want I want to let people know that when you gift, right, that's a one way transaction. That's yeah. going to the beneficiaries, whether it's kids or charities or whoever yeah. that you choose, yeah. Right. So aside from the financial impact, doing the math, right, because you're the math guy yeah, and, yeah. and you, you love that. I'm more on the behavioral finance side, right? I I love to watch the impact. The impact. On the people gifting, the impact on the people receiving, that can often lead to unintended consequences. Right? Correct. Correct. So a, a, a plan, right, around what that gift looks like and expectations. And remember, very important.
1: When you're gifting, you have to, like you said, it's a one-way transaction. You cannot control right. the money once you've gifted it. And I'll give you another example because <laughs> this week I have I, I met with one of our clients and they gifted money to their child to pay down the mortgage, and they did. Yep, they did. Mm-hmm. But then the child sat down with the banker and the banker said, let's do a line of credit so you can go buy more stuff. And they did. And the parents like, well, that's not what I expected. (laughs) Right. You cannot control once you gift it. Yeah. So understand that. Make sure you're comfortable with that. They can do whatever the they want to with their <laughs> with their money, and and that way there's no there's no there's no like you said unintended consequences.
0: Yeah. And so uh, not to belabor this point, but when when we talk about that legacy bucket and that you know the legacy, the gift that people want to leave, and understand that's what it is, right? When you're when you're doing that, it's a gift. And so think of it in terms of the gift, and think through the different ways that that gift may be used right so we often like i like the whiteboard a lot you've seen my office yeah. right and you can kind of draw it out and you get a little flow chart as to how things may may work out where it goes and so on and so forth that's a really valuable exercise for mom and dad to do right to understand that and then depending on the family dynamic get the kids involved so that you know they understand because the family dynamic in gifting is incredibly important right yeah. when you're gifting in your lifetime there's also legal considerations to think about right so correct. if you help one kid over another kid you know there that could the unintended consequence of that at the end of the day can yeah. be something
1: very different than what you thought correct and, and there's yeah like you said it, it requires advice it requires proper attention to yep. it it requires not only um, financial information yep. legal and tax potentially yep. Yep. and so sit down with your advisor if you don't have one get one on this one type of stuff because when you're dealing with transitioning to or living in retirement and taking care of your children, uh, there's it's a complex situation or it can be and that you need to make sure that you've, you've got all angles covered.
0: Legacy is one of the four buckets. Income, growth, health, legacy. That's the four buckets. That's asset dedication. That's what we're talking about and a structure to bulletproof your retirement.
1: And that's how you structure yourself to make sure your retirement and the lifestyle in your retirement never retires. That's very important. We're going to be discussing this On Monday, June 18th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400 or register online at morethanmoneyradio.com.
0: All right. We look forward to having that conversation with you. Uh, We've got to finish off another show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Just a quick reminder that you can access any of our past segments on morethanmoneyradio.com. Or please sign up and have them uh, delivered directly to you, and you can do that by searching for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Thanks for tuning in to another, another additional More Than Money on 770 CHQR.
2: David Popowitch and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Papawich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.